Welcome to Good Vibrations Radio, Tools for Transformation. Quantum physics tells us that we're all energy vibrating at different frequencies, and in Good Vibrations Radio, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. We are your source for everyday alchemy, so you can take the lead in your life and turn it into gold. Now, I haven't been on Good Vibrations Radio for quite a while, so this is a tryout. But what happened is last week I was asked by a friend to participate in her monthly newsletter recording and provide some information about the upcoming astrology. Now, while she said the information provided was good, I felt very unhappy and dissatisfied with the outcome. Although she shared it with her group, I felt I owed it to the universe and myself to actually do a better job than what I did for her. Now, the reason I didn't do it as well is on me. There's no other excuses around it. I was tired. I was unfocused. Those are all on me because I created the situations that led to that. But needless to say, this is a pivotal, powerful point that we're in right now in this month of May 2020. As we know, we've been sheltered in place, certainly here in California and in many places around the country. And the energy coming through for this month of May is so powerful that it contributes and adds to what we can be doing during our COVID-19 shelter in place. When we did our quarterly preview on March 27th, the card that I pulled from the Osho Zen Tarot deck for the month of May was Buddha Consciousness. It's from the suit of clouds in the Osho Zen. And clouds is all about the mind. And in Zen, The mind is considered the one thing we need to learn to manage more effectively so we can live an enlightened, balanced, and harmonious life. You see, the mind is always trying to direct and guide. And as Albert Einstein shared with us, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift. The rational mind is a faithful servant. And we've built a world that honors the servant and ignores the gift. May is asking us through that Buddha consciousness to allow ourselves to be in touch intuitively with the truth of who we are and the truth of what our gifts are to the world. Starting in April, Pluto went retrograde. Now, Pluto is one of the outer planets, and the outer planets go retrograde every year. It's a very common thing. And because they're outer planets, which means they're further away from us in the solar system, the impact of their retrogrades are not as powerful as the inner planets, which are closer into us. But the power of their retrograde exists nonetheless. I'm going to come back to that Pluto retrograde a little later after we journey more into the impact directly in this month of May. We just came off a Scorpio full moon last week. That Scorpio full moon on May 7th is a phoenix moon. 
It was also the last supermoon we'll have this year. As a supermoon, it meant it was closest in to Earth. So the impact and energy of that moon being so close to Earth is very powerful. Scorpio is a fixed water sign, which means it takes the handoff from the energy of cancer, the cardinal water sign, and carries it to the goal line. So it's the next step, cancer being the initiator, Scorpio being the implementer pushing forward. So it's a powerful sign ruled by Pluto, which, as we mentioned, went retrograde in the month of April. So with that full moon coming forward, it's a time of rebirth. It's a time of regeneration. It's a time of transformation. And that energy is going to carry through this month. It doesn't just disappear in those cycles of three days before and three days after the full moon. See, for Pluto, everything is black and white. There are no grays. Everything is about a beginning and ending. And because it's deeply intuitive, it goes into our deepest subconscious and unconscious areas within ourselves and tries to bring them to light. That super moon is about bringing them up so we can see them. At the same time of that full moon, our Taurus sun was in opposition. And it was actually stimulating us to take that intuitive power of Scorpio, that unconscious subconscious energy, and ground it here in Earth in reality. So that full moon started stimulating things last week. In my case, it started bringing things, more and more things were coming up that needed to be dealt with. They weren't all emotional things, but they required an emotional examination. They also required the ability to look at them and say, how do I handle these so they don't become crises? So that was an important power that started a cycle that we've now moved into, which is really this retrograde cycle that we've started to hit as of yesterday. You see, yesterday at 9.09 p.m. Pacific time, Saturn went retrograde in the sign of Aquarius. And then today, the 11th, Mercury will enter Gemini. And following that, Venus will go retrograde in the sign of Gemini. And then Jupiter will go retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. So let's touch on these not individually, because they all bring individual energies, but let's take a look at how the retrogrades expand our awareness and our confidence so that we become more aware of our gifts, which will be driven by Jupiter. You see, the three outer planets of Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto are pushing us deeper to reconsider our foundational evolutionary level of change that this year is bringing. This is a 22-year, an alchemical year, a transformational year. Saturn is about structure, adulting, discipline, lessons, and learning. Jupiter is our planet of expansion and growth and freedom. And Pluto brings corruption and collapse to the surface because Pluto likes to destroy and rebuild. It's a creative sign, believe it or not. That's the transformation. That's the rebirth. And with Venus, everything we value and how we relate to each other is going to come up for reconsideration. Now, both Jupiter and Venus are considered beneficence. 
They're considered beneficial planets to us. They bring us good things. So there's actually good things being brought up to examine and also self-understanding and structure being brought up to examine. Uh, the Venus retrograde in Gemini is about a short attention span. People from the past will start popping up in thoughts and dreams and social media. We're going to re-examine how we've done relationships in the past until 25 June when Venus leaves Gemini. We're going to be working over territory that we've reviewed leading into the eclipse season this summer. And the eclipse season with Gemini and Sagittarius will increase our information flow, our communication, where we get our information, how we talk, how we express it, and the rules and laws we set up. So this Venus retrograde in Gemini is a setup for those eclipses coming forward. And we're going to do a two or three year revisit as a result of the eclipses. So everything related to our communication will be up and our relationships will be up for review, starting with this retrograde. Now, Gemini is also a lighter sign. It's a sign of play, of social standing, of fun, of relating. It's going to help lighten some of what we've been going through in this shelter in place with the COVID-19. And Mercury will go into Gemini on the 11th and go out on May 28th. So again, social interaction, social moods, social values, the way we talk and think will make a move to the light side instead of diving deep. So it'll help offset the intensity of the Saturn and Pluto retrogrades that are also impacting us. With all of these retrogrades happening simultaneously, we are revisiting, we are redoing, we are re-ing everything. We're looking at it once again to say, how would we do this differently from the way we've done it in the past? Now, the energy of May is also a seven. And seven is about self-truth and spiritual truth. It's about the redoing. And in conventional numerology, it's a nine, which is about graduation and completion and moving on to the next level. This month of May is the most pivotal month this year for getting us to re-examine, to re-explore, to redo and produce the truth of who we are, our true light out to the world, our true energy out to the world, and no longer being constrained by the barriers and constrictions that have held us back before. It's a time of new. Mars moving into Pisces on the 12th will also temper some of what we do. And the trine of the sun to Pluto on the 14th and the trine to Jupiter on the 17th will lead to an expansion of our inner vision, our expansion of our transformation and our rebirth. And finally, this month, the sun will enter Gemini on the 20th. And going back to that lighter, more social energy of Gemini, more communicative energy will be more sociable, more intellectual and curious about the influence of what's going on around us. We'll feel ourselves freed up to explore new ways of doing old things. Our big challenge here will be not to scatter our energies in too many new directions, but to keep our awareness focused on where we want to go moving forward. 
our new moon in Gemini on the 22nd, back to the mind, where it will tell us if you believe you can, you can. And if you believe you can't, you can't. New moon is always the perfect time to plant seeds of our deepest dreams and desires. But before taking action or spending your hard-earned cash, do your research and check the small print. We're going to have a square against Mars and Pisces with that new moon, which means if we're not careful, we can self-sabotage. We can fool ourselves about our true motives. But use this month of May to bring out the true light that you want to bring out in the world and be ready as we move forward from the relaxing of some of the shelter in place, the reconnection in the physical world and reality with people. Be ready to bring out the true inner light that you have. Be ready to approach your relationships with the new awareness and understanding. Be ready to live your life with the new awareness of what excites you, what lights you up, what brings you joy, and what is truly fun. It's time to redo and remake the old and be the new you, the true you that you're meant to be in this world. So with those thoughts, I want to send you many blessings. And I share this blessing for all of you. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be at peace. Many blessings. Namaste. Oh.